So Michelle, we all know you have the best tips, but look, you can't possibly be everywhere to help everyone. That's where an authorized Disney vacation planner can be a lifesaver. And luckily for you, we just happen to know the best. That's Nate, of course, from Main Street and more travel. Oh yeah, Nate is the best. And with things changing at the parks, resorts, and of course the high seas all the time, it's so hard to keep up even for me. Well, that's not true. Yeah, but Nate is always right on top of every move Disney makes so he can help you have the best vacation ever. Oh, for sure. If you're looking to visit Walt Disney World, Disneyland, sail the seas on Disney Cruise Line, or even explore anywhere in the world beyond Disney, our friend Nate from Main Street and More Travel can help make your vacation dreams come true. No question, sweetie. And if you've listened to our show for any time at all, you know we're big fans of high-end experiences. And that's just what you get when you work with Nate. He'll give you concierge-level vacation planning services, but at no additional cost to you or your family. Heck, you may even save money if discounts become available because Nate is always looking to make sure you get the best deal possible. And did we mention all of this comes at no extra cost to you? That's because it's Disney that pays Nate for all that top-notch service he provides so you don't have to. So if you're looking for the best person to plan your magical vacation, just go to DizTripsAndMore.com, fill out the form on the website to get the process rolling on your next fabulous trip with Nate. And be sure to tell him Tom and Michelle sent you. Well, hello again, and welcome to another episode of the Hyperion Adventures Podcast. Oh boy, this is going to be a tough one to get through with my voice today. <laughs> it's so funny because last week, remember, I said, oh, we recorded a day with a buffer. I said, what if you were to lose your voice or something? Oh, and you said that boy. never happens. No, no, it's happened in the past, and it looks like it's happening a little bit today. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, I'm Tom. As always, I'm here with my wonderful, exceptional, gorgeous, very hardworking, run Disney Princess Weekend loving wife and co-host, Michelle. That's right. Thank you, sweetie. Hi, everybody. So good to have you with us. We are recording this episode on Sunday, February 26th. 2023 and my voice is completely shot as you can hear yeah and my sinuses are so it's, yes. we're, we're just such a pair right yes now. um we're getting over we had a little sniffles in the middle of the week uh, luckily we were able to uh, rebound from it in time for our race weekend but you can still hear a little bit of the residuals right. from that as we go on so um please bear with us we are feeling fine um just don't sound necessarily or at least i don't sound necessarily fine michelle always sounds great wow you're sweet i'm anyway. sorry that you're having that that strain on your voice feeling it, it's all right i hope you can all tolerate uh, my voice today uh, i'm going to try and make especially it since you're the this. major talker today <laughs> Couldn't have been one of your research episodes know, right? today, right? No, yeah. sorry. We'll be fine. Uh, thank you for joining us today. In the future, you can find us most everywhere you get podcasts. However, the very best place to find us is on our own website, HyperionAdventuresPodcast.com. 
Also, please follow us on social media. We're on Twitter at Hyperion Podcast, Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest at Hyperion Adventures Podcast. If you are on Facebook, come on over and join us for some good, positive Disney energy fun on our Hyperion Adventurers Facebook group. And while you're there, please share some of your fun and positive things going on with your life. We mm. all like to celebrate them together. For sure. And we're going to have one to celebrate here mm. in our My Favorite Things from this week coming up here in just a second, straight out of the Hyperion Adventurers Facebook group. Also, we are on YouTube. And yes, there's there was a brand new video that debuted last week from that beautiful, gorgeous, wonderful, ridiculously expensive suite that we got luckily put into uh, a, a week or so ago. Yeah. Gave a little tour of that suite. And that it was on our YouTube channel this week. Yeah, it, you did a great job, honey. It turned out really, really nice. Yeah, that was the room that... Uh, they comped at us because our other studio room wasn't going to be yeah. available at the Riviera. Small Rubiera. upgrade, just I a know. barely a little bit even upgrade. Um, <laughs> thanks again to Disney for that, by the way. Um, yeah. That was so magical for sure. Anyway, uh, just do a search for Hyperion Adventures Podcast. Hit subscribe. You'll know whenever we have a video there. And if you ever want to contact us for any reason, please hit us up at our Gmail account, Podcast at gmail.com. We love hearing from you, whether it's through the Facebook group or through the Gmail account. And uh, share with us what you think or if you have a topic you'd like us to, to uh, deep dive or discuss. Ab absolutely. If you just want to say hi, uh, we just That's love true. hearing from you on, on all our different platforms that we just discussed a moment ago. Now, before we get into this week's show, you know we always like to like, take a look back at the week that was because, yeah, they're highs, they're lows, you get sick, you get better. <laughs> know a little bit about that. Um, but... They're always, we, we like to focus on the highs here. This is the show of positivity. So we're going to focus on the positive moments from this week. And that we always like to call it my favorite thing from the week. And when we do this, well, we always start with Michelle because she's awesome, wonderful, all things great. And boy, does she look good in her run Disney outfits. You know, she does the best research. Yeah, he definitely has the best tips. Well, she almost always has the best. My favorite thing from this week. So what is your favorite thing from this week, Michelle? Well, I guess my real favorite thing of this week, there were a lot of great things. I don't want to make anything that I leave out, whether it was things that we've done with other people, um, that it wasn't great and wonderful. But I have to say, um, completing the 10K was one of my favorite things this week. No question about that. Uh, my favorite thing from this week was just spending a wonderful weekend with you oh, and getting to you. be there with you as you've done something you've never done yeah. before. Yeah, my first 10K. She's, we'll, we'll discuss more of it in the, in the future, but she's she's run many 5Ks. She's run a half marathon. <laughs> she's never done anything in between. <laughs> I know. So, which I actually was caught off guard by. I didn't realize that that never happened, right. but uh, that was really cool. So, But we'll discuss that more in a little bit. Now, we did also get, and it happened, happens to relate to run Disney, mm -hmm. something from our Hyperion Adventurers Facebook group of my favorite thing from this week from one of our listeners. And that was Natalie. Mm -hmm. Natalie said, finally remembered to get a my favorite thing from this week in my favorite thing was PRing my half marathon this morning during the princess half marathon. Nice, Congratulations, nice. Yeah. Natalie. That's Yay. awesome. Uh, for those of you who don't know, PRing, it's personal record. That's amazing, mm -hmm. especially yeah. amazing at a Disney race. Right. In a Disney race where it was, it's, 
it's been warm this weekend. I mean, right. it, it's been cool in the morning. It was actually very pleasant in the morning, but it, it heats up as the yeah. day goes on. Very foggy in the morning yeah. at times. <laughs> it, it was rather sticky out there, During too. That, so, that time. Um, yeah. Sorry we missed you out there, Natalie. We really wanted, hoping to connect mm-hmm. with you while we were out sure. during this race yeah. or maybe sometimes in the parks. We weren't able to do that, but um, definitely backing you. And, yeah, uh, and definitely backing you and so glad that uh, you had such a, a great uh, you know, finishing race to this right. weekend. Yeah, sure. yeah. Love celebrating that with you. For sure. And all the runners. Uh, congratulations right. to all the Run Disney runners, whether you ran the 5K, the 10K, the half marathon, the challenge, whatever you may have done. Um, congratulations. And you did it. Good job, yeah. everyone. Yeah. Let's go ahead and get to this week's stuff. We have lots of stuff for you this week, including we got our first peek at the rooms inside Disneyland Hotel's upcoming new DVC Tower. And a little booking information as well. We'll tell you about that. Uh, There are a couple of exciting enhancements coming to Walt Disney World Resort that will be of interest to annual pass holders and those looking to purchase Genie Plus. We'll tell you a little bit about that as well. Uh, We received details about the perks for Disney Cruise Cruise Lines Castaway Club's new tier. That's Mm -hmm. interesting. Of course, we'll talk about that. And there's a new show coming to Disney California Adventure Park's Hyperion. Hmm. <laughs> Hyperion Theater that we couldn't be more excited about. We'll definitely tell you about that as well. But let's not hesitate any moments because my voice could go out at any time. <laughs> let's go ahead and get to our main topic of the week. Obviously, if you follow us along on social media or whatever, this week's main topic for us had to be our fun weekend at the Run Disney Princess Race Weekend. Yeah, it was awesome getting back there. Yes. Can you believe it? I was. I had to look it up because um, I knew it had been a while. Mm-hmm. Our last race, Run Disney race that we had run was our half marathon. Oh, our wow. Star Wars half dark side half marathon back in April of 2018. Wow. Yeah. That's hard um, to believe. Yeah. It is hard to believe that it's been that long since we've run a run Disney race. Now, we have bought and paid for a couple of run Disney races that we weren't <laughs> able to attend due, due to circumstances, um, especially including um, getting prepared for the big move cross country. Right. Um, so it, that's maybe partially why it doesn't seem like it's been yeah, that long. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, it did seem very long since we've been able to do this. But so it was so good to finally get out there and feel that energy again. Right. Because let me tell you, that run Disney energy, there is just something so magical yeah. about yeah. it. That that it's makes you when you when you think about getting up at the hour you have to get up and, and and head out there and do this thing, you know, so early in the morning and it's it can be crazy and it can be, you know, exhausting as right. well. Um why you do it and why you come back and do it again. It's that energy you feel out there. Yeah. I mean, I think I was trying to figure out like what makes it so much different. I mean, obviously characters of being around and things like that, but I think we're, one of the things that also helps make it different than, you know, and, and we support local fundraisers mm-hmm. and, you know, um, charity events that have, you know, different runs as well. And we, we've done some of those. We love those too. But I think that energy differences at Disney, first of all, you have to start at least the day before because you have to go pick up your bib and there's just, you're going into an area and there's just again, you're starting to feel that energy with everybody there getting excited, getting pictures taken at the location and things. And then even after the run, 
when you're, you know, whether you're just walking to your, you know, going back to your resort or, you know, some people wear their medals in the parks, that you're constantly getting people around you congratulating you. And I think that's kind of what one of the, a few of the things that set it apart with that energy is it, it kind of expands the duration of when you right. have that energy going on. Yeah. We've run other races, other five K's. Uh, I've run other 10 K's half marathons. Um, they're nothing like running a run Disney race. Right. I mean, you right. pay an exorbitant fee for it right. compared to most other races that you will ever run in around your community or whatever it may be. But the, the energy you get from it, the feeling you mm-hmm. get from it, it's just different. It's right. like, you know, I kind of compare it to going on Disney Cruise Line. There are other cruise lines you can go on right. that are less expensive mm-hmm. that you can maybe get a little bit more for your dollar for, but not really because there's something about that extra Disney right. magic that sure. di- that pixie dust, that energy that j- that just permeates throughout it right. um, that it warrants that 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 more expensive price tag true. that you pay. Yeah. Um, I, at least that's just, right. um, no, that's a good point. It's, it's not true for everybody, but that's true. I think for us, yeah. I, I think we do both agree with that. Mm-hmm. So let's go ahead. We're, we're jumping ahead a little bit. Let's go ahead and just talk about, we're going to talk a little bit about the whole weekend because there was a lot of things that we did around the race that was mm-hmm. fun too, and might be some interest to you. So, um, unfortunately we, you know, we couldn't get out there for the first day for the 5k. Congratulations to everybody who ran the 5k. Yeah. We had some friends that ran in the 5k right. that, uh, had great costumes yeah. and looked fantastic. And we're talking Amazing. to you, uh, Pat from the conversations right. podcast, him and his cosplay. It's always so yeah, good. His family. Yeah. Yep. His family, beautiful family. Um, so good. Um, but cause I had to work on Friday, so I, I got off work at about three o'clock and I boogied home. I mean, like I got out of there as fast as I could. I clocked out at the earliest point I could. <laughs> and I was out, out the door getting here cause we had run into problems before where we, especially at Disneyland where we had to gone, go all the way from San Diego to get to Disneyland and the traffic that you run into there or whatever. And we've just barely made it in under the wire yeah. to get our bibs from Disneyland so much so that we couldn't even take the time to park. Like we would stop by and drop one off and they would run in and go in and get it theirs and then come back and get in the car the other one would run back in and go get theirs so we've seen that madness before yeah, a couple times yeah, yeah especially with that la traffic you know a, a drive that can be sometimes from an hour and a half to sometimes three and yeah. a half you know and it was hard to figure it out right get right, it right yeah. yeah you know and trying to get to that location you know, and, and leaving, having to leave a little later from, for work times right. uh, at that, you know, from what our work schedules were in San Diego too. But yeah, there were some times that we weren't sure we we're going to make it on the run. Right. So, well, yeah. So we, and you can pick up your bib in the morning, but it's, it's a lot more difficult. There's more steps that you, more hoops you have to jump through um, to do it. And just something we didn't want to do. And right, right. You know, luckily we did have a large window to get in there. You know, it doesn't take that long to get from where we live here in Florida uh, to Orlando. The mm-hmm. traffic usually isn't that bad right. outside a couple small mm-hmm. spots yeah so and we have more routes like to get to disneyland from san diego there's like one main route right. I mean, there's just really no way around it i mean there's a couple spots but there, there just aren't a lot here you've got a couple different ways you can go to get to uh, walt disney world um, but we got there in plenty of time we, we went straight to the espn uh, walt uh, excuse me the espn wide world of sports mm-hmm. uh, area and um you know went to, to the expo and picked up our bib it, we were there on um day two of of the expo. Mm-hmm. Uh, so actually the, the crowds weren't, right. weren't much at all. 
Um, so we were able to zip right in, pick up our bibs, uh, head over to the next space and go and um, get our shirts right. and maybe, you know, just kind of peruse the expo a little bit. And then went over to the other portion, which has all the Run Disney merchandise. And we picked up a couple of pins there, but probably not the pins we wanted because by that time, it's a problem with showing up on day two. Right. A lot of the good stuff is already gone. Yes, yes. Um, you know, they were for day one of the expo that you, you would get into a virtual queue mm-hmm. to go into purchase merchandise because that is the busiest day and busiest time. And, and you know, there are a lot of things that like we missed it by a day that things were sold out. You mm-hmm. know, so, yeah, but we I did get, get we did pick up a little something, a little souvenir mm-hmm. of the actual uh, event itself. We got an annual pass holder pin for the whole entire race weekend. Yeah, it wasn't it, it was a cute pin. Uh, wasn't very expensive, and it it was um you know just a something we liked it. We we have pins from all the races we've run. Right. We would have liked to have the specific race that we ran right, pin, right. but they were out of those unfortunately. Yeah. But at least we have a little something from this what race exactly. uh, along with the other memories to go with it, of course. So um from there we after we perused that for a little bit, got some pictures taken. Oh yeah, Michelle. Well, one of the things uh, you know, and you talked about energy and what we were talking about. A little bit ago too is at the expo um obviously there's vendors there that you can get some running accessories or gear and things like that but they also have really fun photo op oh yeah that's what i was about to say we did we we did take some pictures while we were there yeah so they had you know some were with characters some were with cute backgrounds uh if you have um, photo pass, you get that incorporated. In mm-hmm. there but they would so. also be willing to take pictures of you with your own phone right. or your own camera yeah, it's one of those rare times, as well. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. that you did, you were able to, um, even if you didn't have the photo pass, uh, they did have people around that would take those pictures right. for you. So you could still get uh, a, a lot of those, those, those great shots. Right. right? So, I mean, it, part of that, you know, bringing it up too, is if you haven't done a run Disney and, you know, that's something you might want to consider in factoring your time out there mm-hmm. is, you know, you might not want to just run in and get your bibs and leave that, you know, you might want to explore a little bit or get some good photo ops. Right. For sure. Yeah. Take advantage of it. Yeah. And especially if you've never done it before or um, it's just one of those extra perks that uh, that's fantastic. And, it, and again, it you know, it's it's souvenirs that will last a lifetime. Right. And remember, especially if it's your first time ever doing it. Um, you know, you'll want to remember every moment of it and, and you'll look back on it and think that was, that was so great. And right. I did this thing. You yeah, know? exactly. That's the thing about this thing is it doesn't matter if it's 3.1 miles, uh, 13.1, 26.2 or the whole grouping, you know, right. all of them together. Um, whatever you did, it's fantastic. And you want right. you should celebrate that and look back at it and celebrate. I did this. Yeah. Thing, good point. You know? yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so have, have all those photos, um, get the, get the merchandise, get all the stuff that, um, that reminds you of this great accomplishment right, yes. you've done. Uh, so from there, um, after we did take some pictures, we had pictures with Rapunzel and mm-hmm. we got some backdrop pictures and, um, you know, some stuff kind of showing our bibs of like, here we are. And you may see some of that in our, um, title page here. Right, if you, if right. you look at that, um, of like, here, this is us at the start. You know, this is us when we look, you know, well, pretty for, she looks pretty, <laughs> pretty for me. We're not all sweaty and everything. <laughs> like you see the pictures at the end. We're all sweaty. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, it's splash water yeah. from the right. water test. It's like, <laughs> it oh no, that just ruins pictures. <laughs> <laughs> but it's important I know. to hydrate and cool down as you're right. on this race course. Um, so anyway, uh, we headed back over from there to our hotel. We were staying at uh, Disney's Polynesian mm-hmm. Village Resort this time. That is one of our home resorts, our right. DVC resorts. So we could book it. 
well ahead when we knew that it's one thing about booking these run Disney races. You run the, you book them so far ahead right. that you know, okay, this is the weekend I'm going to be there. And when you have a, a home resort, uh, you're going to be able to book that 11 months out. So right. that, that yeah, gives you the ability to kind of pick and choose your space of where you want to be. Right. Because when we also, when we were booking this, I don't remember now if the 5k ran out or. Yeah. I, I think I kind of just wanted to do the 10k. Yeah. I, I find and I, the 5k is great and you know, nothing mm-hmm. wrong with the 5k. I find the 10k has the best bang for the buck, right. you know, as far as the, the step up in price, right. but you're, you're, you're on the course for longer. Mm-hmm. You know, you're getting to see a little bit more, do a yeah. little bit more experience, a little right. bit more, True. um, to me, the 10k and it, but it's not like doing the, the half, you know, where you're, you really have to super train and right. you set to, I mean, you can do it. You could walk most of the, the half and right. you'd be fine. Um, but it's, it's more, it's gonna, it's gonna take up more of your weekend right. and everything. I find that time, that 10 K is kind of that good middle ground yeah. in there. Right. Agreed. Agreed. So, so I think that's why I booked it. And when, when I did, I don't right. think, I, I don't think it was a matter of even thinking of doing the 5k mm, this time. I think gotcha. we just went straight for the 10k. Right. Good. Good. Yeah. But like you said, um, you know, having a, the poly as our home, one of our home resorts, then we could book it out in advance because mm-hmm. those race weekends do go quickly mm-hmm. uh, with people who have uh, DVC rooms. Right. So um, we got a, they only have right as of right now until they build the new tower, they only have uh, deluxe studios there mm-hmm. uh, at the Polynesian. Um, and we got one with a lake view because yeah. we really want, we've stayed with a lake view, but not with a lake view when the fireworks have been going on there. So we kind of wanted to, right. to have that. Uh, so we got in there. We knowing we were going to be calling it early nights because it's very early mornings. Right. Um, so we got there and just kind of went into our room. We walked around the grounds a little bit, found out, make sure we knew the transportation information. That's something the key you want to know is when, you know, when the buses are running, uh, to the race, if you're going to be doing this, because, uh, there's only a certain window of when you can catch them and you want to be sure you're in that window to make it there. Uh, so we did that and then we went in just grabbed a little dinner, um, had a glass of wine and watched the fireworks, mm-hmm. um, which were beautiful from right. our, our balcony and called in an early evening. Yeah. <laughs> Relatively mess, right. Michelle says, eh, maybe it wasn't as early as she would have liked it to have been. Yeah. Yeah. I had some, I had some sleep issues, but, uh. Nothing that prevented me, obviously, from participating in the no, run. But. No. Michelle, uh, and like I'm going to say it right in here, and this is there should be no embarrassment <laughs> because I think lots of people go through this at their time. Michelle was a little concerned um, going into this race because, yeah. one, neither of us had trained up to the level that right. we have trained for races in the past. We just have, It's been tough since we've had um, changes in jobs, changes in locations of right. where we live, figuring out, like, we don't even know exactly the best course to run around our new right. neighborhood. We used to have... Like when we were in San Diego, we had courses laid out of like, this is where we're going to run. We love this place. It's great. We're still figuring it out here. Um, You know, different uh, weather here, obviously, is is something, an issue of it. So we weren't trained up as much as, and, and, you know, Michelle had not run a 10K, as we mentioned. You know, I mean, she has run a half marathon, but that was five years ago. Right, yeah. Uh, so it's, it's been a while since we'd had to do anything like this. And so, um, she had it in the back of her mind of, uh, of uh, some nerves, um, right. which is understandable. So you throw that in the fact when you know, you have to try and get some sleep, you know, you have yeah. to wake up early. And so it just multiplied all that. Um, and it, it wasn't easy for her, but I was able to, 
you know, get you through it a yeah. little bit. Yeah, you know? definitely. And, and, you know, and the great thing about it is when we got out there, you, you did it. You fought <laughs> through it and you were able to accomplish that. So it was interesting, too, when we were at, um, you know, and and they they send you off in different corrals and we were in the corral and um, the they have like a DJ and sometimes they're interviewing people in the in the crowd there. But um, one of the things he said several times is, you know, we know you have nervous energy. And I thought, well, that made me feel better that I didn't feel so alone. Oh, no. <clears throat> Excuse me. There has never been a race that I've been in that I have not had nervous energy going mm. into it. You know, and yeah. I, I tend to not have as much nerves going into it as you do. Right, but I right. do when you in the race. It's like it's always a, yeah, I know I can do this, but can I do this? You right, know, and, yeah. And it doesn't matter what the length is and, and, or what your goal is, what you're shooting for, right, what right. can you do out there. And then, you know, for a run Disney race, you have all this extra buildup right. for it as well because it takes a long time. And, you know, most of, your, most of your neighborhood 5Ks or whatever you're going to run, you're, 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 you're not waiting for the third, fourth corral. You're not waiting for an hour right. from when the, the first Grouping. group goes off yeah. until you go. Usually you just go. Right. You know, it's like, it's time to go. You go. That's it. Because right. there's only maybe, you know, 100, 150 people tops. And, right, the, the, right. you know, a lot of times it's less than that in these local races. So this is a different world when you're talking thousands right. of people that yes. you're behind, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, so that, that energy does, it does build as you're out there. Yeah. Um, but anyway, we, we didn't have the best night's sleep, but we got up early and we're 2 fine. 2 a.m. <laughs> 2 a.m. Yeah, yeah, I guess we were Actually up Actually a little earlier than that, but yeah, yeah. officially got out of bed at 2. <laughs> and, you know, got in our outfits. Um, we had some fairly elaborate outfits that we were going to run in this time. Um, so we had to get those all in. But we got down there, got to our bus plenty of time. <laughs> Um, we got to our bus in plenty of time. However, our bus driver, well, <laughs> he was a little bit different. It's quirky memories. Yes. Quirky memories. Now. Yes. Uh, so our bus driver, apparently now, um, for, for these races, Disney, um, does bring in other companies to run their buses, right. you know, other, uh, transportation, mm -hmm. um, companies. companies. And mm -hmm. obviously this bus driver was not as, didn't know the Walt Disney World property maybe as well as some others. Right. And it was um, dark. And there was some construction going on. So. And there were road closures already. Right kind of yeah. taking place for the so race. um he took us one route um past the polynesian past the ticket and transportation center realized that his route was cut off and so he does a three-point turn comes back back past the chicken and transportation center back <laughs> past the polynesian back past the grand floridian right. realizes that's not the way to go either <laughs> does another three-point turn in front of a bunch of people and uh, then finally figured out the route and got us to Epcot, but it probably added on at least 20, 25 minutes oh, yeah. uh, to when we would have normally arrived at our corrals. Right. And everybody on the bus is feeling anxious, one, because of the race. But now, you know, they're they're like, and, and I know they do this to make sure there's a big enough buffer window, but they're like, okay, 4 a.m. is when you're supposed to be there by and stuff. So it was like... We got on the bus around 3.30. So then you, like Tom's saying, you tack on an extra 20, 25 minutes plus the time it takes to get to the to the place anyway. So it was like, all right, I know we're going to make it if he finds it. But there were a couple other times when he was driving that you could tell he was kind of hesitant on where to turn. 
and yeah, it was um, it was a challenge. Uh, we were I, I was mostly laughing at it, but I know that it brought up some other people's ire that you know what is going on and we want to get there and everything. And you know, unfortunately, we got there and we had to kind of almost rush right to our corral mm-hmm. because A and B we were in corral C. Um, a B is already loading in. C is partially in. By the time we got there, we mm-hmm. got we, we got there, went to the restrooms. Um, went and grabbed a cup of water just cause you know, you got to hydrate. Right. Um, and then headed right into our corral and we were pretty much going in, um, yeah. right after that. Right. I mean, to, to show you how close we were, we got there just as they were about to start the national anthem. So, right. yeah, so that was pretty uh, right much before, the start. Well, yeah. Right. Pretty much. We were in our corral, right. As they were starting off the, um, the wheeled, um, con- right. contestants, you know, so, um, right at the beginning of the race for most of the people. Now, I mean, again, the benefit of, being at a, a run Disney races, there's so many thousands of people that, you know, even though you get there later than you would have wanted, you still have plenty of time because it's going to take another hour right. almost before you're, when you're in corral C or in corral D even more so yeah. um, before you actually get to start the race. So, right. But you, and you prefer to be at the beginning of your corral rather than the back. Right. Of it. So anyway, but we got in there and got in our corral and of course it's always with run Disney. It's the hurry up and wait thing. Yes. You get there, you move <laughs> a little bit, you know, move a little bit, you get there. But eventually we got there, you know, they, they do their best to keep the energy up as you're going, you know, it's, it's tough, you know, you're, right. you're trying to stay warm, you know, make sure your body's warmed up, limbered up, but it, you know, you're, you're there in line waiting to go for so long. Um, it takes a while, but you get there and you go and it was, and then it's, and then it's just, you know, fun as as much fun as running ever will be. You know? Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, and so one of the things that, um, I like about how they set this up is, the beginning part is where you're running through more like background or streets to get. Yeah, we to were the pretty parks. much on you know the 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 roads of the Walt yeah. Disney World Resort, right? For, which for is why that there's about a uh, about almost three, three miles. miles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, over three miles of our of our six point two mile race. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and but then you you know so when you're first starting and you have more of that energy in you and stamina than you is when you're going through the. You know, it's pretty because it's, you know, Florida. It's very green. Although it was dark. Yes. So you couldn't see as much of the green. <laughs> right. Um, but at least it's not. Um, but it, I mean, so you're getting that at the beginning so that you're then going through the parks when it's towards, you know, the right. end, the, la- the second half when you're you're needing more something to help get you through it. Here's what I'll say about our race course um, in that. I like the way they set it up that, it, you know, if you're going to have to do this 10 K and it's going to have to be, end up where a good portion of it is going to be out on the highways out there, mm-hmm. they did it exactly the right way. You know, it's the, the beginning part can be the more boring part. Let's just say um, when you have a little more energy, but when you're fading a little more, that's when you're running through the parks, you're yeah, running down the boardwalk. The yeah, 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 exactly. Um, they laid it out perfectly. And another thing they did, I thought, which was perfect with this is that, um, I would say every, I don't know, maybe it was a third of a mile or so, mm-hmm. um, during that part was where they had a lot of the princesses right. for pictures. Yeah. Um, so, and they had DJs and they had other things right. and, and so they had some screens and everything. So they were trying to fill that void right. of where you're not having as many as interesting things to look at when yeah. you're running um, by um, adding all these things in. And that was, I, I thought that was really well done. By right, Disney. right. And it was an opportunity if you wanted to stop at any of those locations and, you know, 
get a picture with the character with yeah. the princesses and yeah stuff. we saw i mean virtually all the princesses right outside of a couple there were a few that were still they kind of left from when we got to the parks right. but most of them most of the big names uh, were out there uh, along that mm-hmm. stretch mm-hmm. Uh, before you actually entered a park itself for sure uh, by the way we started off in epcot i don't know if i mentioned that we started off in the epcot parking Park lot and we finished in the epcot parking right. lot so uh, so we took that, we, we ended up, that it was three miles about on those roads. And then we entered in Hollywood Studios briefly, um, mm-hmm. ran through by the, you know, the Hollywood Tower of Terror, right. um, Rock and Roller Coaster, all through there, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, down through Hollywood Land and, um, you know, out. And then uh, down the stretch between there and the boardwalk area yeah. and straight into Epcot. Yeah. It's always fun ride, running on the boardwalk. Yeah, the boardwalk is spectacular. It is one of my favorite spots to run yeah. down uh, when we, whenever we do one of those races that does happen to bring us through that area. And that's places where people who are staying at the resorts or you know getting ready to go into the parks from that side can actually gather and cheer people yeah. on, you know, and, and not have that. You know, that people can go for like where the finish line is and stuff like that, but that is a little bit more you know, you have to plan for that. This is just a little bit more spontaneous Mm -hmm. opportunity. Yeah. A lot of energy comes through that area there. Of course you're entering in the parks and a Disney area, but yeah, yeah, um, that's where you like Michelle just, Michelle just mentioned That's where a lot of the spectators are. So you're getting the extra boost of energy from them. And by the way, Disney cast members throughout the course, always great as well, cheering you on the volunteers and the cast members. uh, And they do a fantastic job as well. Absolutely. The, my, I think the most motivational and touching. Oh, I gotta stop getting choked up. But um, time was g- going in that area by the boardwalk and beach club was where this guy. He looked like he was about seventy, I think, or whatever. And um, he had a sign. What What did it say? Something like a, a total stranger. Yeah, just um, just a guy. A Ruby. random stranger. Wishing you well. Or yeah. Something. Cheering you on. <laughs> Cheering on other random strangers well. Oh, you yeah. Know? That's something right. like that. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I saw it and it was great. Yeah. 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 And, and he and I had eye contact and I gave him a little. Yeah. There's a. We gesture we have a picture it's a really nice picture of the two of us i'm looking yeah. at the camera michelle's looking at this guy saying oh no, no, no thank you <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Just, just shows our personality right there, <laughs> no. right there in one picture uh anyway so um yeah we got through that went through epcot um and uh you know finished out the race and it was they had a choir fantastic. somewhere Where they was did the, the choir? choir was right before the final turn before you oh, hit the home it? stretch uh, at the end, they had the choir oh, playing right, you right yeah. down there. And then it was the last stretch as you reached the finish line. And right, the choir right. was fantastic. Yeah. Looked like a, a school choir, yeah. you know, church choir. They were great. They were um, amazing. By the way, the Jaminators were out too. Yeah. We even saw them invite one of the runners to come and play on like one of the, the uh, right. trash can drums, you know, yeah. with them. And that was cool. Uh, so that was a lot of fun as well. But um, and here's what I'll say about us: we are, we're not even close. I mean, Natalie, congratulations yes. on your PR. <laughs> we were nowhere near no. our PRs for I think we're anything. Personal well, worst. I guess Michelle is Michelle's PR because she never well, run a ten k yeah, before. Yeah, PR for running a ten k, but. Right. But my personal worst for running, even whether yeah. it was a five. No, we a, we knew we weren't in the yeah. best of shape, so we decided going into it that we were going to change from what we would normally do. Normally, we would try and run a lot. Um, yeah. This time, we decided to enjoy ourselves more. Ran, I'd say we ran about forty percent of it, mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. walked a lot. But that right. should just tell you, by the way, for anybody who's wondering if you can do this. 
um, if you can fit it within the time frame, because they tell you you're supposed to run these things within a 16 minute per mile pace. Right. Um, we ran about 40%, walked about, you know, we brisk walk for most of yeah. it, about 60% of it and stopped to take pictures and use the restroom right. and do a few things. Yeah, I think I did two restrooms. And we were time. still yeah. uh, well under, under that, that yeah. 16 minute right. per mile pace. So it can be done yeah. easily. You can take your pictures, you can do all that stuff. Um, and you don't feel like you need to run the entire right. thing. Now, if there you were can, some people who that's all they did was walk, right. you know, that yeah. was their plan, you know, which is fine. But nothing, absolutely <laughs> right. nothing wrong with that. Right. You know, as long as you're, you know, now you will, if you're, especially on the 10, I don't think they worry about it so much with the 5k, um, the 10k and definitely the half marathon. If you start falling way behind, mm -hmm. there are the balloon right. people that, that are kind of follow up. They sweep the end of their race to try right. and keep you within their time frame. Right. And if you fall behind them, they will, they, you know, they'll give you a warning, but then it's the, you know, yeah. they're going to have to leave the race. Right. Right. They have to open the parks at some point. Right. Exactly. I mean, so, and that's where sometimes, you know, trying to figure out too, if stopping for pictures, you know, that like, we stopped for some personal pictures, but we didn't stop. With we didn't do characters. any character pictures. No. Yeah. Um, because there were lines yeah. for them and yeah. we just felt like there was that. a couple we thought about because mm -hmm. the lines weren't terrible for right. them, but we just decided we were already not at the quickest pace. Let's right. just go ahead and, and not bother with right, that. Right. And uh, go ahead and go through it. Right, so we, right. The only, the only thing, I, the only characters I think we stopped at was I, I. We got us a quick selfie with, with Anna and Elsa. Right. Hashtag <laughs> Real Men Love Frozen. But you know, it wasn't like the official meet and greet. Right. We just kind of paused in front of them. Right. You know. And, yeah, they're yeah, in the background. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're way off in the background. Yeah, but I, yeah. I, I had to, I had to, that was the one character like, okay, I got to take a picture here. But we just like stopped at every mile marker right. and Did snapped the selfie. Yeah. And um, yeah, we just had a great time mm -hmm. and we got through it just fine, even though we weren't in the shape that we would normally right. be in uh, for this. And um, it was a great time. I don't know what you feel about it, Michelle, yeah, looking no, back thought, at it, but yeah. I I'm ready for the next one. Yeah. I'm excited because I was, it was fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely find that, um, 10 K I think is my wheelhouse of what I like. Not that I couldn't do a half marathon again. Um, but I, I think just feeling good about it mm -hmm. and feeling good that I completed it. Yes. Um, just, and it was like you said, a lot of, a lot of energy, great energy, positive energy, fun, exciting energy. So it was great experience. I like all the races for different reasons. Now, I think Michelle has said she could do a, uh, another half marathon, but probably won't be doing one necessarily. We'll have to see about yeah. that. Um, I'm probably not going to be doing one for a long time, but there will be a couple spots coming up at some point where I may do it. First, I need to get my job settled <laughs> and I need to get my training um, schedule before I even right. think about doing that, but it is a possibility. And I also possibly want to do one of the challenges at some point, just at one point I want to do that just to say I've done it. Yeah. So we'll see. Not dopey. I will never be doing dopey, but yeah. one of the two course challenges um, at some point I, I think I want to do. Yeah. I mean, I think if I was going to consider doing the half marathon, it would probably be the coast to coast. Yeah. That I would. Well, that's be, what I really want to do. That would be I one that. more than that. And if once they get the Disneyland Paris, run going again. Right. I want to do the castle to Chateau and get that. Yeah, medal too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But we'll see. But anyway, we had a great time. We're looking to book the next one. I think we're going to try and do with some friends, hopefully the wine and dine 5k. Maybe we can mm -hmm. talk them into the 10k. We'll see, but definitely at least the 5k right, is our next right. uh, planned race. We have the Disneyland 5k, yeah. which is 
um, great because uh, we ran in the very last Disneyland race weekend, which was the Superheroes race weekend in November of 2017. Um, So we'll be running in the very first race that's back. It's just the 5K because we decided that um, we want to be in the first one. We wanted to be in the first one, but also we're visiting family. We didn't want it to be all about race weekend. You know, when we True. started yeah. you know, looking at doing multiple races or a half or, you know, right. even a 10K starts to be more of a buildup for that. We wanted to just do this 5K and to get that out of the way. And, right. and since we haven't seen family out there in a while, by the time we get out there, it would be more about that right. and, and experiencing Disneyland. So we will probably do that instead. But um, we're looking forward to our next run Disney race. Yeah. Now, I uh, want to talk about a couple other things that went on this weekend. So after our race, we, we went to the pool <laughs> because you got to cool down and relax yeah. for a little bit after running a 10K, especially Michelle's first 10K. Yeah. Um, so we did that, got a little lunch, took a big nap because we needed a big nap. And yeah. then we went to Disney's Hollywood Studios because we had this planned out ahead of time. We knew we would burn a lot of calories, mm-hmm. so why not recoup some of those calories <laughs> by heading to Sci-Fi Dine-In for some of their great grub yeah. and you know the ambiance of mm-hmm. the, the theater right. feel there. And we were able to book also a Fantasmic dining package yeah. along with that. Yeah, that was really exciting because it was something that um, we were looking into, our I think, in our last trip out there and just couldn't get it, even trying out you know early enough in the trip planning but you did a great job you yeah. got it so we got that so um we, what, what do you get with the fantastic dining package at least with sci-fi now there's different restaurants that offer you a mm-hmm. little bit different things at a little bit different price level right uh for this it's i believe it's 49 dollars per guest and you get an entree an appetizer or a dessert and a soft drink included with that along right. with the passes to the first show of fantastic for that evening uh, so that's what we did. We took advantage. We both did uh, different appetizers. You did the artichoke and spinach dip on mm-hmm. uh, the vegan one. Yeah, plant-based. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I yeah, uh, completely vegan because it's cashew cheese. Right. So it's completely yeah. vegan. Um, and I did the uh, the onion rings because I love onion rings and mm-hmm. I don't do them very often. So I got to go yeah. for onion rings when they're around. And then we got the, um, what was it? The, the, it's, it's the, um, I can't remember the name of it, but it's the specialty burger. That's like, you know, ask us about our specialty burger. It's the same one they've had for a while now. It's the crab and shrimp cake on top of a burger. Right. (laughs) It's delicious. It is delicious. So we got that as well. We didn't finish it all because it was so much food. Yeah. Um, it took some home. Um, but it was, it was a great meal. Yeah. Yeah. I think the only thing, um, I would do differently that I shared with you already is I think, um, because the burgers are so large, um, that we probably could have shared an appetizer and shared a dessert. Yeah. I I would suggest that for anybody else doing it. If you're just two people doing this in the future, um, split it up that way. Yeah. You get a little bit of both. Right. I think then we would have would have been just the right amount of food. Right. Yeah. It still would have been too more, way more food than we needed, but mm-hmm. uh, it was still good. So right. um, then we kind of, you know, just uh, sauntered around Hollywood studios for a while, did a couple of attractions. Uh, then we went to Fantasmic, the dining package. Now um, when you do this, we, we showed up really early cause we just didn't have a lot of stuff to do. Right. In studios. So we showed up really early and I would highly suggest you do that. If you want really, really great mm-hmm. seating because we were able to get up there early 
Um, we got front row yeah. and that was spectacular. And, um, you had to do a lot of waiting there, but we, you know, we were able to sit, relax, mm-hmm. um, talk and, you know, and discuss things over our weekend. And right. then uh, we got to see the show and, um, it was pretty cool. What didn't you think, Michelle? I did think so. Yeah. Now they do have, so we were technically in the, the, the official first row, but they do have like a sub first row with some benches that are scattered around. Uh, um, I think you're more likely to get, feel more of the wet, <laughs> but it's not like splash zones. Not really. Um, I mean, I don't, I, I don't think they're, Anybody in front of us got really wet. No, no. That's what I said. It's Except not, for the person it's who not spilled like, their drink in front yeah, of us. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's not, like I said, it's not like Splash Zone, but it's, you know, but it's not like, so you could, if you were a party of, you know, like three or four people, you could sit on that bench, but it, it's like a concrete bench and they just, like I said, have... Oh, it's us. like the same bench as we were sitting on. It just, yeah. just separated. The good thing about it is they have these gaps in between, which is perfect for Michelle because, <laughs> you know, she is vertically challenged <laughs> whenever we go... To sit somewhere, it's always a, like, where can she see and not have somebody who's eight feet tall right, in front of right. her and she'll never see whatever's going on. Uh, this was perfect because we were front and there was this gap right in between that she didn't have to worry about yeah, anybody being there the people blocking the, yeah. her with a giant hat or Mickey ears <laughs> or like I said, being eight feet tall. Right, you know? exactly. So yes. It was so perfect. It was perfect. Worked yeah. out really well. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, you could do Fantasmic without the dining package. Mm-hmm. We saw plenty of people get great seats. Yeah. It's kind of more hit and miss as you go along and where you might end up uh, right. if you show up later. Um, but there are plenty of great seats available. Um, the show was spectacular. What did you think about the uh, changes to Fantasmic since they brought it back? Yeah, I was really impressed. Uh, the technology advancements you can definitely appreciate in that show. And it just really made for a very stunning show. Liked the newer characters that they brought on, um, you know, one, because it it made it a new fresh story, but also the fact that it, it, for kids, younger kids, it gave them some more current characters that they could, you know, identify with, you know, like Moana and things. Yeah. I thought the whole segment that they entered in the middle where you get a piece of Mulan and uh, of course, Elsa hashtag real men love frozen (laughs) and uh, Moana and everything. I thought that was really great um, addition to this show. I, 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 the show was great. Mm -hmm. Um, Loved it. Enjoyed the whole thing. Um, and, you know, happily would go back and do Fantasmic again at some other point in the future. It right. Was, it was really yeah. good and encourage you uh, to check it out for yourself the next time you get to Walt Disney World. Yeah. Yeah. And if you haven't seen it in a while, it's definitely yeah. a good show to check out again. And I would say this. I mean, I used to always think that Disneyland version is the best version. Mm-hmm. And I still may think that a little bit. But I will say that this at least caught Walt Disney World's Hollywood Studios uh, version right. up to it. Did it surpass it? I don't know. I'd have to go back and see Disneyland's again, um, but it's a, it's it's definitely a closer race than it used to be. Yeah, to I mean, there's pros and cons of both that you know that, that makes them a little bit more even. Like, I I think one of the pros here is you have stadium seating, so you're not sitting on the ground. Right. Well, like, there is that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and over- everybody gets a seat, I and mean, there aren't all, you don't if you're at Disneyland, you only get a seat if you get a like you know I guess it would be now a lightning lane, um, but also if you do a dining package. Um, if you're not, you have to station yourself like for fireworks uh, around the area right. and try and find a spot to watch. Yeah. It. It, yeah. It, 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 everybody 
who gets into this theater gets a seat here. Right, that's, that's, yeah. That yeah. is a benefit for sure. Yeah, and it's a smaller area by far than what Disney World has um, in terms of seating capacity right. areas. Um, I, I think, like you said, Disneyland, I think it, the uniqueness of it is having it right on the river that you see throughout the day right. and seeing it transform well, and, to this show. And having the Mark cool. Twain as the boat that they right. use. Yeah, in, right, yeah, right, exactly. Which is, is kind of something cool. I mean, yes, I mean, I know it's... Uh, the Steamboat Willie boat, you know, mm-hmm. that they use for Fantasmic. Sorry if this is a spoiler for anybody. Uh, that they use in Fantasmic uh, at Walt Disney World. Right. Um, but there's something about having the, the, the actual Steamboat, right. Mark Twain Steamboat, be yeah. the, the finale boat. Right, it, right. It's exactly. Cool, yeah. So, so, yeah, that, that's why I said there's some pros and cons to that. Um, you know, at Disney World, if you want to get a good seat, you have to plan to be there and wait for a long time. Whereas at Disneyland, it's not quite as much. You still wait a lot. You still have right. to position yourself a while, but anyway. So anyway, uh, yeah, I think, I, I think it's a updated, a better updated version. And, mm-hmm. um, I think it's, again, I thought it did approach Disneyland's version to me, mm-hmm. whether it surpassed it. I don't know. I, again, I'd have to see Disneyland's version again. Right. Um, but it, it definitely caught my attention yeah. and it was good and we enjoyed it. We had a fantastic time, but yeah. then we were also very tired fantastic. because it had been a very long day. We had done over 30,000 steps, both of us during that day, along with getting up super early right. during the race, even though we had a nap, we were wiped out. So yeah. we headed back to our, nap we that. headed back to our <laughs> resort, grabbed some dessert, had a glass of wine, settled into our room. And then we were out, I think within an hour and a half oh, of yeah. that <laughs> after exactly. because we were wiped out. Uh, so we just had the night there, woke up leisurely, um, this morning, um, just kind of decided we're not going to do anything else. We were just going to kind of walk around the grounds and Mm -hmm. just take it in a little bit. And then, uh, we knew we had a podcast to record, so we boogied on home. (laughs) Right. Right. I mean, you know, it was, uh, one of those things we could have pushed on to do more, but it, it seemed like we had a really good time. Plus we know we're going back for the Tron, um, annual pass what do you preview uh, preview thank you um my brain's starting to really fade here it's been it's been quite a weekend but anyways um yeah so we knew we were going to be coming back there in just a couple weeks so we thought well why not just take it easy so that's what we did and we came back here to record for you that was our run disney princess race weekend we had a great time congratulations again to all the runners out there you guys are awesome some of your outfits phenomenal loved them didn't matter if you dressed up, whether you just wore your running gear, it didn't matter. Um, we're just so glad you got out there and I hope you had a good time just like we did. Such a good time. Um, just, uh, it was so invigorating to get out for a Run Disney race weekend yeah. again. I just can't wait for the next one. And if you ever are thinking about doing it, if you have any questions about it or wonder, you know, anything, we've done several. Um, we've done everything from 5Ks, 10Ks, half marathons, you know. Um, we've done it, all of those uh, on both coasts. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've done it at, at various different uh, when we've been in super shape right. and maybe like this one where we've not been in the greatest shape. 
um, we would be happy to, you know, give us any, give you any tips that we might have if you want to prepare for this or think about doing it in the future. Exactly. So let's go ahead and get to our Disney stories of the week before my voice goes completely away here. We do have a few for you. So I'm going to start with, uh, we got our first peek at the rooms inside Disneyland Hotel's upcoming new DVC tower. Mm-hmm. A little booking information as well. So this is interesting. We're excited about this yes. tower. That's for sure, because we want a West Coast base. Um, so we are watching this with bated breath <laughs> for sure. Uh, this from the Disney Park Parks blog. They said, get ready to experience the magic of Disney storytelling like never before at Villas at Disneyland Hotel opening at the Disneyland Resort this September. Crazy fast wow. now. It's yeah. almost here. It's crazy. Like you said, Michelle. So here's a little bit of information about what the rooms are going to be like. Now there's pictures on the Disney yeah. Parks blog that you're going to want to check out, but just to kind of just discuss a few of what you'll see in these rooms. They say you can discover the bare necessities alongside Baloo and Mowgli in a newly designed duo studio inspired by the Jungle Book. I think those are going to be smaller studio right, type right. rooms, kind of like the Tower, Tower Studios at the Riviera. Yes, exactly. Uh, also, the Dreamy Deluxe Studios sleep up to four guests and are themed for, to the Tales of Sleeping Beauty or the Princess and the Frog. Nice. That makes sense for Disneyland. Mm-hmm. If you're looking for more space, you can you and your family can spread out in one and two bedroom villas, sleeping up to five and nine guests respectively. Uh, check that you can see there there on the site. Uh, they have vibrant colors of Fantasia and the Princess and the Frog mm-hmm. included with those. And these rooms looked phenomenal. Like <laughs> these are like bucket loose rooms coming yeah. up here. They say you can fill your vacation with even more enchantment in a multi-level three bedroom grand villa, sleeping up to 12 guests uh, where the magic and artistry of Disney is sprinkled throughout every space. The first floor features a full size kitchen, large dining area and a double sided fireplace connecting the living room area to the private outdoor balcony the first floor is also inspired. Uh, the primary suite is inspired by uh, Bambi that's on the first nice. floor. And after you've explored the countless Disney stories on the first floor of the Grand Villa, you can venture up to a spiral staircase to discover the delightful details of the second floor, which features two bedrooms with in-suite bathrooms inspired by Frozen and Moana, as well as a full washer and dryer. You want to talk about a space that's laid out for me. Yeah. <laughs> That is it. Yeah, no, it, it sounds amazing and looks amazing uh, when, when you're looking at the, the shots. Uh, their one bedrooms look like the the layout is very similar. Well, their studios, deluxe studios and one bedrooms looks very much like what you're typically seeing now um, in like with the Riviera. Um, so that like it's kind of a long room that has... Um, the living room area and the kitchen, it's just kind of long and then the separate bedroom. Yeah. The split bathrooms usually, split bath- I would assume yeah. that's going to be the same right, case right. with these. Um, yeah. yeah. And the, the three bedroom, like you said, it, it sounds, looks amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, all their three bedrooms that their various uh, DVC resorts look spectacular and have some really amazing features yeah. uh a lot of them are the split level too um so very cool yep very cool for sure now they did release some information on reservations for this now uh they say early reservations for the villas at disneyland hotel can be made beginning on march 15th so it's just <laughs> coming up 
a little over two weeks yeah. from now. So be prepared for that. Uh, that's for Disney Vacation Club members only, however. You'll have to contact member services to book them at 800-800-9800. On March 16th, if you are a Disneyland Resort Magic Key Holder, you can start booking uh, for those dates at 714-956-6425. And then rental reservations will be open to the general public on March 17th. Uh, you can do that either by calling that phone number, again, 714-956-6425, or uh, at that point, you'll be able to go online and book them as well at Disneyland.com slash Villas Disneyland Hotel. So, um Interesting. Yeah. Uh, also interesting about that is that these are cash only, even for DVC members. Right. You cannot use your points, at least at this right. moment right now, to book these rooms. So know that going in, that if you're looking to book them, even as a DVC holder, you will not be using points. We'll be waiting to find out. We contacted immediately our yes, guide. Yes, our guide. To, yeah, our guy. We, <laughs> our guide, who is our guy, uh, who we wanted to, and you know, as soon as we heard about this, like, hey, we may want to buy into this. Yeah. Uh, but also, you know, what's the points or whatever. Um, so far, we don't have that information. So hopefully that will be coming very, very soon. Yeah, yeah. He said no announcements yet for like when sales will start for um, the, those villas. Um, but it's interesting that they're actually taking bookings before right. they, they do that. I think that's the first time. Well, I'm, maybe they've done that at some point in the past yeah. before we were DVC members, but it's right. the first time. I can remember when they've um, opened up a new resort or a new wing of a resort or whatever, right. where they have um, not gone straight to DVC points. Right. Yeah. Like that's been like, and then for filled example, it up later with the Riviera being their last one. Yeah. That you actually could be among the first ones to book, but you had to use, you had to buy in. Right to that resort to confer to guarantee that you're going to be able to get like for opening month or whatever. Hopefully we'll find out something with the points soon because we have that. We told you the Disneyland 5k coming up next January. <laughs> I was hoping that we would be able to book there yeah, uh, right. for that, but um, maybe not right now. So we'll have to see what uh, goes on with that in the future. And as soon as we find out, we will of course tell you as well. Uh, moving on, there are a couple exciting enhancements coming to the Walt Disney World Resort that will be of interest to annual pass holders or those looking to purchase Genie Plus. Again, to the Disney Parks blog, they said beginning April 18th. Now, a lot of this is um, somewhat old information, except for that we actually have official dates for when these are going to start now. Mm -hmm. uh, they said beginning April 18th, Walt Disney World annual pass holders will be able to visit the theme parks after 2 p.m., without needing a park reservation. So more spontaneous trips right. yeah. for you annual pass holders. You don't need to book a reservation in advance right. uh, coming up after April 18th. Of course, your pass blockout dates will still apply. And before 2 p.m., the reservation system right. still, still applies. Effect, but yeah. again, now you can just pick up on an afternoon and say, you know what? I want to go to Disney today and just right. go. You don't right. need to just don't like, oh, let's see if there's a the, reservation right. available. Is there something yeah. at the park? Yeah. Right. yeah. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. Also, starting on March 20th, pass holders will be able to receive access to the Disney Photo Pass lenses and one complimentary Cinderella Castle Mural of Memories experience. Uh, you can find out more about that on the Disney website. Also, beginning March 20th, pass holders will have access to a new offering where you can create and share short Disney-themed video slideshows with favorite photos from your theme parks visits. That's, That's cool. kind of cool. Interesting mm -hmm. to find out more about that. Uh, speaking of Photo Pass, starting March 20th, guests purchasing 
uh, Disney Genie Plus service will also receive digital downloads of their Disney PhotoPass attraction photos taken at the park on the day of their purchase at no additional charge. Nice. So, you know, when you go on things like Test Track, Slinky Dog Dash, Space Mountain, Expedition Everest, you get those uh, those attraction photos. Right. If you've done Genie Plus, you get those included in right. the price. Very so cool. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, moving on, we received details about the park, the perks for Disney Cruise Lines Castaway Club's new tier. <laughs> um, it's pretty cool. Yeah, looking forward to when we get there here right. in a you know, few years. It. Yes, <laughs> yes, few years. We have some another cruise book recently. We'll get us one step closer. Right. Anyway, they said, this is again from the Disney Parks blog, they said, as part of our countdown to the silver anniversary at sea, Disney Cruise Line celebration, we've been sharing details about the newest tier of Castaway Club, Pearl. And on Thursday, they revealed more of the magic awaiting uh, their most loyal guests. Castaway Club Pearl members will be the first guests to reserve their spot on the new DCL itineraries. Uh, the new membership tier introduces an early booking window that opens four days before the general public uh, will gain access. So mm -hmm. if you're a Pearl and those bookings come on, yeah. you're going to get the best price. You're going to get the best selection of cabins, everything about that. So that's cool. Pearl members will have the added benefit of scheduling activities such as premium dining, tastings, and shore excursions before anyone else with an exclusive booking window that opens 123 days before the date of their next cruise. That's uh, beginning later this summer. So um, we are platinum that we right. get to book at 120 days right, now, right. 123 days. If you're a Pearl, you'll get to jump right. on those, those hard-to-get dining reservations exactly. and tastings yeah. uh, before everybody else. Uh, Pearl members will receive a pair of beautiful pearlescent tumblers that are perfect for hydrating in style during their Disney Cruise Line vacation. Those are beautiful looking. Yeah, they looked adorable. Yeah. And that is on top of, I believe, their normal Castaway Club gift that right, they would get right. on board. And as a, this, is the, this is the one, though. I mean, all those are fine. Mm -hmm. Nothing wrong with those. They're good. They're helpful. This is the thing that I think is of huge benefit to a lot of people that become Pearl. They say, as a special thank you from Disney Cruise Line, Pearl Castaway Club members will unlock unlimited complimentary digital downloads of their cruise photos so they can cherish each magical moment for years to come. So you can take all those photos that right. are out there and they are complimentary when amazing. you're Pearl. That is a, an amazing benefit. Yes, yes, yeah. Uh, talk about cost savings too. I mean, that's incredible. Yeah, I mean, we just bought one, one photo the other on our last cruise and it was what, 21, it was like $21 for a photo. Yeah, so yeah, uh, yeah. I can just tell you what these photos can cost. Right, you know? right, so, yeah. um, I know there are packages out there that will, you know, they'll give you a little bit of savings, right. but... Um, that is amazing amount of, yeah, of savings yeah, if right. you like to take a lot of photos on your cruise, Definitely, for sure. Yeah. For sure. And uh, we would probably take more if we knew that we were going to get them right, for free. Exactly, just like we do yes. with, well, I mean, it's not free. We pay for photo pass on your annual pass. Right, but, right. But um, we take a lot more photos because of that. Because we have that feature, right. yeah, yeah. Knowing that if we, if we like them, great. If we don't like them, okay, it doesn't, it's nothing exactly, extra. Exactly, so. right. Very cool. Can't wait yeah, to become Pearl. Yeah. Um, we are what? Going to be four cruises away after the next one, I, I think, think so. something like yeah. that. Yeah. Getting there slowly, yes. but surely we're getting there. Finally, this just one more quick note. There's a new show coming to Disney California adventure parks, Hyperion theater <laughs> that we couldn't be more excited about. This came straight from Disney Parks social media. They said a timeless story of a timeless hero, <laughs> a short one act musical is coming for a limited time this summer to Disney California adventure park. Yes. 
Rogers the musical <laughs> is coming to the Hyperion Theater. What it's is so it more awesome. fitting than the Hyperion Theater? Right, exactly, exactly. And that the fact that they made that show from it appearing in one of the films. Yeah, or it was in the Hawkeye, the series. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and to, to actually have that now as a, you know, yes, it's a one-act show, but that's got to be hilarious I and fun. I cannot wait. It's placed perfectly because... If you know Disneyland, Disney California Adventure Park at all, um, the Hyperion Theater is basically an extension right now of Avengers Campus. Yes. Uh, And, uh, you know, they've had some great shows there. They've had Aladdin there. They've had um, Frozen, Frozen, of course, Mm -hmm. which I I loved. Um, And I loved Aladdin, too, there. Yes. Um, But now this is just it's just a perfect crossover right there to have this show there. I was saying a long time ago that they should have done this. Yes. And I'm so excited that they, they, they we know Disney's always listening. <laughs> that they took our advice and decided to go ahead and go forward with this. Right. Yeah. And like you said, the, the location is really perfect there because you know, you, you, you have Avengers campus, you have guardians of the galaxy um, right there. So it just makes sense to have that show. And I see, you know, another interesting part of that, and there's a lot of people speculating on that, is that that corner that's kind of right across from there. It's kind of in the Hollywood area there. There's just kind of a dead space. Mm -hmm. There just really isn't anything going on there. I mean, they have Mike and Sully to the rescue, you know, but it's... eh. And they have like some displays where you can get some photo. Yeah, and they have some stages where they bring in performers and stuff. But like that area right there is like... mm, you know, if we're going to expand Avengers Campus, right, that yeah. might be perfect area. To it do. totally yeah. makes sense to just just carry this on over right, past right. the Hyperion Theater onto yeah. there. That's speculation. We don't know anything, but right, it makes right. would make total sense. Yeah. So. There yes. was one other thing that came out this week. Was oh, we have the- a Michelle story. <laughs> Michelle stories. She always has the best stories. No, the, the, the Rogers the Musical is the best story. But no, just that um, on April 1st, Narcoosies is re- reopening. Oh, yes, yes. Um, we did blog about it because they have some new menu items that sound really yeah, fabulous. I was thinking, maybe we have to book a reservation. We're yeah. Not see sometime yeah. Soon. So, you know, they, they've spruced up the location to, I mean, spruced up the, the spot. Um, the location is really great too, because you get some beautiful views uh, where it's located. So it's, it's definitely a special spot and it's so great. Again, it's, you know, we're seeing more and more things return to Walt Disney world that were available pre-pandemic and so it's great um but yeah check out uh our blog we we highlight the newer uh they have new apps they have some new entrees and desserts that are fabulous um but they are keeping some fan favorites too which is really nice so um if there's you know some of the things that you typically would want from there um they're they're gonna have those yeah. as well good so, news for sure um yeah. and looking forward to experiencing it sometime mm-hmm. in the very near future yeah um, michelle did a great job with the blog and uh yeah those menu items there there was some stuff there i'm like oh i, I really want to try that yeah so yeah maybe we'll book a reservation there sometime soon yeah they're executive chef and pastry chef not an expensive dining by the way no <laughs> no be ready to splurge a little yes, bit on that one it's yes. not victorian alberts right right it's not cheap either no no you know but uh yeah, I mean, it kind of probably similar to California Grill-ish. Yeah, yeah. in terms of uh, Yeah, it's not Citrico's either in right. price. Right, it is, it is up there. Yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah. So anyway. Very cool. Uh, yeah. Nice. Michelle always has the best story. <laughs> no. 
that's it for the Disney stories of the week. However, we never leave you without giving you some sort of tip that might help you on your next vacation. When we do this, we always start with Michelle because she's awesome, wonderful, all things great. She just ran her first run Disney 10K. You know she does the best research. She definitely has the best list, but there's no question she has the very best tip. So let's get to it. Here's Michelle's tip of the week. Oh, well, you're sweet, honey. Thanks. So my tip, um, we actually kind of did what something we did today. I actually had a different tip plan. I'm going to wait for a future episode, but um, something that we did today that I thought um, would be good to go into as a tip is, um, you know, today we decided we didn't want to go into the park. And I know some people, when you're planning your trip, you might not want to buy day passes to the parks for the entire time of your trip. And one of the ways you can save is actually on your last day. If you're staying on property, especially, um, take advantage of what they have to offer at that resort. You know, whether you go to the pool and the pools, they have um, showers that you can take if you're, you know, staying beyond checkout time. Let's say you have an evening or very late afternoon flight and you want to stop by the pool for a little while, you could do that. What we did was we were at the Polynesian and we actually went to um, the, the more quiet pool area and, you know, they're, they're piped in very soft, but subtle music of Polynesian sounds. And, and, uh, we, we sat there and we had a very nice lunch. They have some amazing fish tacos at the, uh, Oasis. Was it called the Oasis? Oasis Grill. Grill. Thank you. Um, you know, and some really specialty, great drinks and, um, just really enjoyed being immersed into the Polynesian. Yeah. The Polynesian's beautiful grounds anyways, you know, and didn't feel like we missed out. We still were having Disney fun. You know, we were there. Um, the, the resorts have scavenger hunts. So if you have kids and you want to try to do something like that on your last day, it could be a fun way to, hey, make sure you saw everything that you wanted to um, participate in in your resort. Um, but you know, consider that if, you, like I said, especially if you're doing an evening or very late afternoon checkout, you might want to be able to really still have some fun without going to the park. Right. It was that nice kind of balance between, you know, not doing too much because we knew we had to get back here and do right. the show, but also getting that little bit of uh, extra feel of the Polynesian Village Resort um, before we had to hit the road right. you know, without doing too much. So it was just exactly. nice, calm, relaxing lunch. And it was nice. Yeah. I mean, and if you don't have a car there, then Bell Services will gladly hold your luggage for mm -hmm. you. Um, so, yeah. It was good. It is good. Yeah. Michelle's tip, always the best <laughs> tip. Uh, my tip, it's going to be, we've gone long and my voice is going here. It's going to be really brief. It's just, it's run Disney uh, related. And I've already brought it up a little bit and during the show. Um, remember when you go there and you get to your corral, it's going to be a long time until you actually, <laughs> yes. I mean, maybe you are lucky, maybe you're in group A and it doesn't take you that much, that long to get right. out there, but there's a good chance it's going to take you a while uh, before you end up getting out there onto the course right. and maybe even longer before you can actually find a restroom, right. <laughs> whether it be a porta potty or an actual restroom. Right. So be sure and get that PRP done. <laughs> As close as you can to before you're going to have right. to be into an area where you cannot do that right. uh, in your corral. Um, get that done before you go out there because believe me, 
uh, it, it'll catch up to you on the course. Oh yeah. At some point, yeah. you know, and, and believe me, when you finally hit that first group of porta potties or the restrooms or whatever, there are lines. Oh, it's so, so crowded. Yes. Um, <laughs> if you could extend that just by a little bit longer and you're going to want to hydrate. So you're probably going to need to do yes. that. Um, you're going to just, just be as prepared as possible. Yeah, that's what that's I great say. tip. So. Very good tip. Yeah. No, just one of those things we've learned from many, many yes. times doing it. <laughs> Not that we found out anything about that on this race. Or, uh, anyway. uh, that's it for this week. Next week, well, we're going to talk about one of our favorite times to experience a Disney park. That's right. It's going to be all about nighttime at yeah. the Disney parks. Uh, I'm sure Michelle is going to have some cool stuff to bring up about maybe your favorite attractions at night, maybe some experiences yeah. that are our best uh, um I experienced for at night at Disney parks, but I'm looking forward to what next week's episode is going to be all about. Oh, thank you. So, as for this week's show, we appreciate that you joined us today. In the future, you'll find us most everywhere you get podcasts. However, the very best place to find us is on our own website, HyperionAdventuresPodcast.com. Also, follow us on social media. We're on Twitter at Hyperion Podcast, Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest at Hyperion Adventures Podcast. If you are on Facebook, come on over and join us for some good positive Disney energy fun on our Hyperion Adventures Facebook group. Also, we're on YouTube. Just do a quick search for Hyperion Adventures Podcast. Hit subscribe. You know whenever we have a new video like we did this week. And if you ever want to contact us for any reason, please hit us up at our Gmail account, Hyperion Adventures Podcast at gmail.com. Right. And, uh, you know, please follow us on the socials. Please tell your friends and family about it. And uh, if you get a chance, do a review. We'd really appreciate it. And we appreciate everybody that's already done one of those things uh, in the past. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. And thank you for listening to another episode of the Hyperion Adventures podcast. We look forward to sharing some time with you again next week. Until that time, I'm Tom. I'm Michelle. And we hope that you have a magical week. Bye.